Hey, what's going on? It's McCabe. I'm Jenny. And they're actually letting us do a podcast? Yeah, because not everyone can listen every day from 2 to 7 in the afternoon. I get it. But that means you're going to take out all the bad stuff I say, right? (laughs) Yeah, we took out all the bad stuff and combined some of our favorite moments for you and put them right here on a podcast. Okay, let's check it out. So here's what you missed. On the Afternoon Mix podcast. Like sometimes when you're walking around and you're like in a bushy area or a bunch of trees and you walk through like one of those invisible spider webs, like you can feel it. You're like, oh, what was that just on my face? You look like a crazy person to everyone walking by you because you're just freaking out with your hands flailing yeah, around. And they because hear. those little things will get all over. They get in your ear, your your hair, your clothes or whatever. And, you know, last night we went and saw a great show um, at Huntington Bank Pavilion. Yeah, at Northerly Island, the Goo Goo Dolls. And that show was great. But I'm not going to lie. I was distracted throughout the entire thing. <laughs> Because there are ginormous spiders everywhere on the stands, on the railings that you touch, like near the bathrooms, everywhere. I was like, this is a horror movie coming to life. It, so I didn't believe it at first because we were sitting there. We passed like the the beers or whatever. And there was a guy and he's like, oh, man, there's a lot of spiders around here. And I'm like, <laughs> OK, spiders. Like I didn't really see any at that time. And then we were like standing by some railings and I'm like leaning up on them. And then I start looking down and I'm like surrounded by these massive. I don't even know what kind of spider they are. I don't know if they're dangerous, but they freak they me out. They were plump. They were huge. Like, and are they pregnant? It was like eight-legged, they... <laughs> eight-legged freaks came to life last oh night. My God. Yeah, have you seen Arachnophobia? No. Oh my God. Don't watch that movie either. <laughs> if you ever want to sit on a toilet again, do not oh. watch Arachnophobia. It's McCabe and Jenny with the all-new Afternoon Mix. And you might be wondering why this is called Who's the Bobo Head? Because they wouldn't approve Who's the m- Who's the Bobo Head? Who's the Bobo Head? Uh, today I'm seeing a lot of Bobo Heads. It is, <laughs> it is way too hot for any sort of pants or jeans or whatever nice getup you have. And I like, thought for sure you were going to show up today wearing pants because you barely show off those legs. I never do. My legs are super pale. Um, but I was going to say, yes, it's been uh, a minute since I've seen some sunlight. Right. And that, so today I did the vibe check where I went outside and because uh, I was, again, I'm at the triathlon coming up on Sunday. So I figured I'd go for a jog. Worst day to go for a jog. Yeah, it why is, would you do that? I don't know because we're four days away from it. So I was like, I'm going to go outside. It was so just hot and muggy. I was sweating like after, not even a half a mile, just it, dripping in sweat. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not wearing pants today. <laughs> well, you are wearing well, shorts. Wearing, yeah, Let's not, be yeah. clear. He's yes. wearing something. I do have something on. <laughs> but I noticed Whip from the Morning Mix was wearing jeans, full-on jeans. And I was like, Whip's a bobo head. Like, I know some people have dress code at their jobs, but I would break that dress code and put on some shorts. It is way too hot yeah, to be doing that. Yeah, even if I was like a, a worked in sales and I had to have like a suit on or something, I would have some shorts. I'd, I'd be the short <laughs> jacket would, suit guy. Like, that, like, that should be allowed. I hope that is allowed here. I don't even know if it's allowed. You've been wearing khaki shorts with a blazer. Yeah, even if I had <laughs> pants, I would then just cut the legs off so then I could use my khaki pants as shorts. Well, we do want to know what you opted for when you showed up to work today. Did you wear shorts with a hot weather or do you still wear pants in the summer regardless of how hot it is? Rare occasions we're on the same yeah, team here. We both came to work uh, shockingly wearing shorts. I, uh, never, I never wear shorts. I'm a little more shocked to see your legs than you are mine. <laughs> uh, but I'm glad that you didn't try and have a heat stroke today because it is way too hot for pants. When you have jeans on and you're walking around and heat like this, it's like a sauna on your legs. Like it's just, there's sweat dripping from areas. (laughs) Oh, gross. Yeah, I mean, just in your legs, it's very sweaty. But there are people who, no matter how hot it is, they're still going to wear long pants to work. And so I've got to know, who's the bobo head here? Who's this? Hi, 
my name is Brittany. Yeah, yeah, Brittany, it's about a million degrees outside. I am not wearing pants today. <laughs> you know what? That's okay. That's acceptable. I'm actually a new grad nurse, and I work in the OR. So we are scrubbed in. We are gowned in. We are gloved in. So we are burning up today. Do you at least have, like, and no. all the TV shows that I see in hospitals, do you have, like, locker rooms that you can go, like, at least freshen up or put some different clothes on? You know, I wish, but luckily when we have the caps on and the gowns and the masks, we don't really care. You just get to see our beautiful eyes. But, <laughs> yeah, but if that were me I sitting mean, there, my pits would be sweating, my chest would be sweating, every patient would be like, get away, you're disgusting. All right, on these days, we just deodorant and perfume. That's our saving grace. But if so, you didn't have that dress code, would you still be wearing pants? Yeah, I'd probably be trying to rock out shorts in the OR, that's for sure. Well, Whip doesn't work in an OR. He works here at a radio station, and he still wore pants. Oh, total bubble hot. JJ, do you still wear pants on the hottest days? I've been here 17 years. I've never worn shorts a day in my life. Out here throwing trash in the city, cleaning it up. Are you required to, or is that a choice? No, I'm a garbage man. Of course I'm required to. No, I'm just kidding. No, because rats. I don't want rats to scratch my legs. Oh! Oh, that's why you want to wear pants, is for the rats? Well, rats, rusty cans, things like that. You know, they jump out. Yeah, if rats were to jump out at me on a daily basis, I would definitely wear pants if it was like 115 degrees. But also, thank you for what you do. Of course. Wait a minute. Are you singing air conditioning right now? Yeah, we are. Yeah, you're a bunch of bobbleheads. <laughs> <laughs> Preston, are you one of those people that wears pants no matter how hot it is? I never change out of my work pants, but I always wear shorts under my work pants, so I'm wearing both a pair of shorts. You are doubling up on a day like today where it's like 150 degrees outside? So we're not allowed to wear shorts in the shop. They require us to have our legs fully covered. And when I'm in a rush, like I was today, sometimes it's just easier to wait till I get home to change. Okay, if you had the option, if you were allowed to wear shorts at work, would you wear shorts or would you still wear pants? Because some people have been texting in, what's the big deal if there's AC in your car and at work, you're fine to wear pants? And I'm like, because that 100 feet that you have to walk from the parking garage to the building, you can still sweat. Yeah, I don't wear pants anymore. Yeah, I no, I agree 100%. And I think it's funny that Whip was wearing pants earlier because Chris was wearing, quote-unquote, office shorts this morning. It's obviously allowed. I don't know. I, I think Whip just woke up and saw like being a bubble head. <laughs> hey, it's McCabe. Hey, it's Jenny. And we're... Asking for a friend. Ask anything you want. We keep it anonymous. It doesn't matter. Anything works. It's Asking for a Friend with McCabe and Jenny. What's the biggest mistake you've ever made at work and kept your job over? Wow. Biggest mistake you've ever made at work. Um, Before radio, I've had multiple jobs. I'm trying to think if... uh, Oh, from Taco Bell to... I did. I was Taco Bell. I was an arcade attendant. I worked at Macy's in men's sportswear. Um, (laughs) I I worked construction for about two months. But actually, I I, I did... um, uh, when I, at a previous radio station that I worked at, I used to be like the van driver. So like, you know, I would do like everything. I would go to events. Like when you go out to like a, a mix event and you see the table all set up and you see like banners everywhere and all that, there's a team that puts that together. At my old station, I was like the team. I would I would go and set all that stuff up. Okay. So then I had to drive a van. And if you ever see like a news van and on the top they have those antennas. Yeah. So when they, they go do like a, a live remote from somewhere. They can send that antenna up. So it's old a signal for the yeah. So old radio show, stations yeah. and some and some vans still do it, but they they have they would have those on top of the vans. And I finished up an event and I was taking the van back to the radio station. And my old radio station used to have covered parking, like the kind. That oh was, it was no! Like, it was like outside. Oh, no. It was like outside. Yeah, and it was the covered parking. And I'm just like do 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 do. I pull into a drive uh, to one of the spots and just it was like do douche do douche. <laughs> and I, I look to the side. And I'm like no way. And the antenna it just 
just got shaved off from the uh, from the van. And I was. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. I mean, I was new at the radio station. I called my boss. He's like, what are you, high and drunk? I was like, no, <laughs> I swear. Look, I, I just forgot you're making me drive this stupid van with an antenna on it. You have one job. Yeah, you have one job, but I, I parked it where I normally park my car because my car could fit right in there. So <laughs> thankfully, um, it shaved it perfectly off. They were able to take like some part of the, the, the tube and the antenna and put it back on the van. Um, I never got to drive the van again. That, that I was, was actually say, great. Did you, you get that little <sighs> job revoked? Yes, I was out of that. I'm like, look, I'll just go in the studio. I don't need to be driving these cars. I can't believe it didn't even come out of your paycheck either. Oh, I was part time. There is no paycheck. <laughs> like, I, would, I would have nothing to take my CDs You'd be in and the my hole concert for tickets. Four paychecks. Yeah, uh, we've got Lisa Allen here from Middays, and she actually <laughs> looks so cute going to Navy Pier for an event later. Hey, thanks. But I'm, I'm <laughs> laughing at your. I feel like everybody, every promo van gets crashed somehow. Like, ticketed you, and crashed. Yeah, it's that badge of honor <laughs> yeah. that you. Wreck I mean, knock on wood, but I've never crashed a station vehicle. Okay, yet. all right, good for you. But there's something. You've done something. <laughs> I've done something. So I'm kind of in charge of scheduling the music here that you hear on the station. And there was one time in my life ever that I forgot to upload the music to our systems, meaning Ooh. there would have been dead air. Like if anyone wanted to listen to the station, they wouldn't have heard anything. That's Yeah, that's a kind of an important key part have, of the radio station, n- I Jenny. know, thank you. I have nightmares about doing that. And like the one time it came true, I almost died. How long ago was that? Like a while ago? Yeah, it was probably, I want to say five years ago that it happened. And it, again, never, ever happened since then. But... I was going to say, you're normally like on top of everything. Yeah, like, You're totally. on top of it. So, you know me. Well, I know. So what were you doing that night? Did you go out partying? Was there like <laughs> something going on? I didn't go out partying. It was one of those things where you just have a ton on your plate that you think you did something already. And then- it never happened, and you don't find out until midnight that night. Oh, God, the worst. <laughs> so if you ever hear just a full section of dead air on the radio station, blame Jenny. No, doesn't matter what time know. of day it is, blame Jenny. It's not always my fault. It's not always me forgetting. Sometimes there are problems. And, you know? and, uh, and Lisa, <laughs> you have nothing that you've ever, ever I, really done that you can talk about on the air? <laughs> You can talk. I said to you guys off the air, I'm like, look, I have done a lot, but I have not gotten in trouble for nothing. She's not gotten caught, is what (laughs) she's trying to to tell you right now. It is. You're Uh, crazy. You've worked here. I've been here for 21 years. 21 years. And you're telling me there's nothing. I'm walking down these hallways. Work smarter, not harder. You ain't going to get nothing (laughs) out of me. I'm going to find something out on you. I'm going to find something out. Snitches get stitches. (laughs) (laughs) The afternoon mix.
Deal breaker drama. And this is from Danny who texted in. He said, my wife wants more children and recently brought this up in front of my parents because they want more grandkids. I'd like to be done now that we have two kids. Who gets to make the decision? Hmm. Well, Danny, I'm going to tell you right now, your wife. <laughs> I'm kidding. I would, yeah, I <laughs> I'm would, kidding. It should be a joint decision. Hopefully you would have that discussion before you even got married uh, or decided to have kids that you're on the same page. But. Okay, so I agree with the fact that, yeah, Danny and his wife, they should sit down and talk about this situation. Like, if they want more kids, they already have two. So if they're going to bring a third, like, you want to, I think, just make sure a lot of things are going on to be able to do that. But the thing here that catches me off is did it in front of, uh, brought it up in front of the grandparents, Mm -hmm. like, that we want kids. So I feel like when you kind of do that and you bring it up in front of parents, um, they're trying to, like, you know, get them on your side. So that way it would be his wife and the grandparents against Danny. And it's funny that it's not vice versa where the wife doesn't want more children because a lot of my friends who have kids would say the wife gets to make the decision. They're the ones carrying the child. But if this wife wants more, that's a lot of pressure coming from two people. So she wants more. And now she is saying it in front of the parents. Uh, so I, I feel like Danny is kind of getting pressured. But have you dealt with this? Are you dealing with this when it comes to having kids? And maybe one parent is already set with the, the, how many kids you have or. Or if you want more, how do you come to a conclusion and like deal with that? Yeah, who got to make the decision? Call us up, 312-233-1019. One of you wants more children, but the other is set. What do you do in that situation? Let's uh, help Danny out. Karen, what do you think? Well, we had two, and then I wanted a third, and I convinced my husband we would try one month, and if we got pregnant, it was meant to be. I like that idea. Like, okay, okay let's what, give this a trial. What was his first reaction when you gave him that one-month window? Was he like, all right, I can deal with that? Or was there any hesitation? No, there was a little, yeah, I had, I had to convince him. I was like, okay, this is the deal, you know, let's just try once. If it's meant to be, it'll happen, and then you know it's meant to be. But if not, then, you know, we'll stop, and that's it. You know, you can never regret a kid, so I, I, would I wouldn't, hope not. you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's ever can say he regrets it. The common theme seems to be you have two, and then that third one is the one where a lot of the arguments start. It like, really hang on, is. we said two max, and now you want a third one? You want a third? Like, what are we going to do here? Two is the trouble number, right. Steve, do you have any kids? I do. I have three of them. Okay, and did you want three kids initially, or did your partner? I did not. My wife did, and I'll tell you the whole story. We had a boy and a girl, right? So perfect. And uh, she wanted a third child. We had the third child because she wanted it and uh, another great kid. Okay, so you guys compromised and she got her way. <laughs> That's uh, like I would do the same exact thing if I could ever get a relationship. Now, was there any hesitation on your part in the beginning to be like, hey, honey, let's just not. We have two beautiful kids. Let's stop there. Yeah, it was because we had a boy and a girl. And my, my thought was you go to an amusement park, it usually gets seated two and two, right? Right. So what's the third? What's your third kid doing now when you go to the amusement park? <laughs> Linda, do you have kids? I did. I have three three daughters. We had decided before we got married, we talked about having kids. We knew we wanted at least two. And if we had a boy and a girl, we would stop at two. But if we had two boys and two girls, we would go to three. Except then he decided after the second one, he didn't want a third one. So we had a little... 
uh, drama there, but I would never have brought it up in front of his parents. I, that was to me that was wrong. See, that's the thing too. Yeah, bringing it up in front of the parents who want more grandkids. I feel like yeah. you're trying to make this go one way. Right. The decision needs to be between the two of them, but I got my way in the end. <laughs> It's McCabe and Jenny in the afternoon mix. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Carrie. Hey, Carrie, are you familiar with Trends in 10? Yes, I am. All right, that's what we want to hear. We're going to give you a trending topic, ask you to name 10 things in 10 seconds within that topic. And when you do so today, you're getting our four pack of tickets to the Rooftop Cinema Club, Fulton Market in the city. Woohoo. All right, before we get to our trending topic, I have to ask if you remember Fire Festival. I do. I do not. It was this fraudulent luxury music festival that was founded by con artist Billy McFarland and rapper Ja Rule. People who bought tickets for this once-in-a-lifetime event were out thousands of dollars because of it. And they made like two documentaries, which they're out on. One's on Hulu and one's on Netflix. You have to check out for Fire Festival. All that being said, Andy King confirms that he's working with Billy McFarland for Fire Festival 2 and what? what he's calling the ultimate redemption and the first drop of tickets has already sold out. The <laughs> cheapest people could buy started at $499, went all the way up to almost eight grand. And I would like to know, since Fire Festival took place on an island, can you name 10 things you would pack with you for an island vacation in 10 seconds. Sure. We'll give you a countdown in three, three two, two, one, go. Swimsuit, suntan lotion, sandals, beachwear, shorts, bananas, apples, grapes, watermelon, strawberries, oranges. <laughs> yes, all right. You are ready for Fire Festival too. And all of the fruits. <laughs> <laughs> but you just walked away with our four-pack of tickets to the Rooftop Cinema Club. Congrats. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, and uh, that would be very smart to bring to a festival like the Fire Festival because there was that famous photo of the cheese sandwich yeah, that were, went around. Like promised gourmet dinners and all of that, and they were served cheese sandwiches. Cheese. This was supposed to be like one of those luxury uh, festivals on an island in like the Bahamas. I remember all the supermodels. They like had posted. I think like them being on the island. Then there was like this orange block that they kind of posted as like a social thing, and the people were like, "What is the Fire Festival?" And then that got everyone interested. And then they got all the bands and artists, um, I guess, I don't even think they were really involved. It's like they were on the lineup, but like Blink-182, I think was like, I don't, we're not playing this festival. We're not yeah. going there. So it is just jaw-dropping to me that the second one is sold out. The first drop of tickets all sold out, but I think it's because people know that they've got to redeem themselves. Like they can't screw people out of their money this time. I mean, they have to, but I'm just curious, like what artists are going to sign up and be like, oh yeah, that first one. You, and- this is going to get so much hype and attention that those artists are probably like, this is going to be the yeah. biggest media uh-uh, no. Act. I say no. Okay. It's going to be another flop. I guess we can't. I mean, you eat <laughs> cheese sandwiches on an everyday basis I anyway. do, but I don't pay $1,000 to go get my <laughs> cheese sandwich. I can go to the vending machine, get some, uh, <laughs> some cheese, and I'm good to go. All right. Thank you for joining us for the Afternoon Mix podcast. And feel free to give us a five-star rating. <laughs> Come on, McCabe. You can't tell them five stars, but we will love that. And while you're at it, we would appreciate a review and maybe even a like and a follow. Yeah, you can follow us on socials at 1019 Mix Chicago. We've also got our personal ones. That's right. You can give me a follow at McCabe on air. I'm at Jenny V on air. And also get the free Mix app. It's super easy. It's in the Apple App Store or Google Play. Yeah. Until then, if you like what you heard today, we are always live 2 to 7 in the afternoon on weekdays on 101.9 The Mix. Wait, we're on at 2?